0: Praise Thee, Lord, for Thy great plan, that we thy dwelling place may be.
1: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, lsmradio.org. Now, here's our show today. The Apostle Paul was one who was very knowledgeable about the law of the Old Testament. He had years of first-hand experience with the law and what it was to live under the law. Yet he also became fully acquainted with Christ. The book of Philippians gives us a unique comparison of these two levels of spiritual experience from one who is fully qualified to make such a comparison. Ron Kengus has joined us today as we fellowship. And Ron, even though most of us don't have the first-hand experience of living under the law, this comparison should be uh, useful for all of us as well, shouldn't it?
2: It should, and it will, under one condition, and that is that we care for Christ. If we care for things other than Christ, even religious things, even biblical things appropriated apart from Christ— then this comparison may not have the same impact upon us as it would if we would consider that by making this comparison, we have a fresh appreciation for the excellency of Christ and a fresh realization of how wonderful and all-inclusive and all-extensive he is. So in short, any comparison that serves the purpose of revealing Christ, exalting Christ, helping us appreciate Christ. That is a worthy and helpful comparison indeed. Ron, the verses today that set the stage for this program are
1: found in Philippians chapter 3. Let's look at them beginning at verse 5. Paul gives somewhat of a biography here for us. Circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Let's join Witness Lee with the first portion of his sharing today.
0: When Paul wrote these few verses, deep within him there was a big, big contrast, a comparison between what he was in, that was the law, and uh, what he is in. And that is Christ. Christ versus the law, and the law against Christ. Both of these two things, Paul surely had a lot of experiences. He was there in the law. And now he's here in Christ. So he had experienced these two things in a very practical way and human living way. He experienced a lot. He experienced a lot. And now he is experiencing Christ. So he had the full knowledge of these two things. Well, these two things are two big factors of the composition of the whole Bible. In a good sense, the Old Testament was mainly composed with the law as a basic factor. The Old Testament was a book composed mainly with the factor of the law. That was a book of the law. And the New Testament was another book, a book composed fully with Christ as the basic and governing factor. The law was a thing, and Christ is a person. These two were there when Paul was writing this portion of the word. You must realize he was there not only with full knowledge of these two, but with thorough fellowship and experience of these two. Paul had too much knowledge of the law. He had too much knowledge of the law. Not only so, he had thorough, thorough fellowship and experience of the law. He was not uh, an outsider. right? He was there inside the law for years. And he got the thorough knowledge of the law. And he experienced the law to the uttermost. And now he got it transferred from the law into Christ, Amen. and now he has the uh, excellent knowledge concerning this wonderful, excellent, all inclusive, and all extensive person. So you must see the contrast of the thought uh, in the writer. One thing which is very crucial in understanding the Bible, that is you have to get into the thought of the red
1: Ron, as we pointed out, we are not ones who have had experience living directly under the dispensation of the law. But in principle, I think most of us have experienced trying to live the Christian life in the realm of the law. And this is contrasted in this section very much to being in the realm of a person. Uh, Witness Lee said Paul had obtained a transfer. We all need such a transfer, don't we?
2: In my understanding, based upon study and observation and experience and fellowship, I would go so far as to say that there has not been one Christian who has not spent at least some time of his or her Christian life, practically speaking, in the realm of the law. Actually, very few live in Christ, experience Christ, and enjoy Christ. If we doubt such a statement, and it's understandable that a number of listeners would doubt it, I would suggest that we all compare ourselves and our experience with what Paul testifies in Philippians 3. Do you pursue Christ the way Paul Pursuit Christ. Do you treasure the excellency of the knowledge of Christ the way Paul treasured this excellent knowledge? Do you experience Christ the way Paul experienced Christ? Well, you may say, well, of course not. Uh, I'm not Paul. I'm not capable of this kind of experience. But Paul told us in 1 Timothy 1.16 that he received mercy to become a pattern for all those who would believe. So if we really look carefully into what Paul is saying in these verses and consider his word in light of our actual situation, I believe that under the Spirit's enlightenment, we will confess, Lord, I am still trying to do things by my own strength so much of the time, trying to improve. Instead of Living in Christ, living Christ, enjoying Christ, experiencing Christ as everything to me. Since this is our situation, not theoretically, but actually and practically, we certainly do need a transfer. What transfer? Well, in doctrinal terms, it's out from the law and into Christ as a person. Actually, it's a transfer from ourselves and our self-effort into our regenerated spirit where we experience and enjoy the pneumatic Christ living in us and being everything for us. Without such a transfer, we will end up with just a lot of doctrinal understanding, theological knowledge, even correct biblical knowledge of Philippians chapter 3. But we will not have the Christ experienced according to this chapter. And that's what God intends that we have. And we should surely seek what God seeks, and that is to experience the Christ who is everything in God's economy.
1: We're going to get some help, Ron, in this coming section. The Bible, of course, is a marvelous book beyond our words to express. To get into its thought, really, we have to be honest, takes a good deal of help, and I think we're going to get some practical help in this next section. Let's go back to Witness Lee.
0: Paul didn't say the excellency of Christ, but rather the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. According to Paul's writing, the excellency of knowing Christ is much more than the person Christ. Paul doesn't say the excellency of the person. He says the excellency of the knowing of Christ. The knowledge here doesn't mean Christ's knowledge. If you look into the Greek, see, the knowledge indicates our knowing him. Our knowing him is not a kind of objective knowledge that belongs to Christ. It is our subjective knowledge that knows Christ. It means this way. Okay, the excellency, dear saints, here is in our knowing him. Have you got it? According Paul's experience, his knowing is excellent. If you don't have the knowledge to know Christ, how do you know he's excellent? (laughs) He is excellent there. There is the excellency. But suppose you don't know him. How do you know he is excellent? So what? So what is more excellent to you? Knowledge. To know him to you is more excellent than him. He is excellent there. No doubt. Too excellent. But start to say, Paul didn't know him a bit. Paul didn't get any knowledge of this excellent one. Once he got it, my, the knowledge to know Christ became so excellent.
1: Well, Ron, we read the verse a moment ago, verse 8. It says clearly that Paul counted all things to be lost on account of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Of course, Christ the person, is most excellent. But Paul specifically says it's the knowing of this person, Christ, that is really excellent. He opened up this section, Ron, by pointing out that to understand this part of the Bible we have to get into the thought of the Apostle. What was Paul's thought here that helps unlock the
2: understanding? Paul had quite a background in religious things. Eventually, according to his word in Galatians 1, it it pleased the Father to reveal the sun in him. So Paul now had before him a sharp contrast between the things of his religion and culture and the Christ who was revealed to him and who became the object of Paul's spiritual knowledge and understanding. So here Paul, because he's speaking from the perspective of experience is telling us how excellent is the knowledge that a normal Christian has of Christ. There is no doubt that Christ is excellent, even he is excellency itself. But Paul's point here is not that Christ the person is excellent, a point beyond dispute Paul's point is that knowing this person is excellent. The knowledge of this person is a knowledge with excellency. Furthermore, if we are to experience Christ, we must have the excellency of the knowledge of Christ first. Then we will go on to seek to experience that which we know. We should not be hasty in reading these verses. Rather, we should follow Paul's train of thought and see the contrast is between things and the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Anything that he had from his background, he would count and did count as rubbish in contrast to the excellent knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of Christ itself is excellent. We need to see how precious it is to have this kind of knowledge of Christ. This is the crucial point here. We're
1: gonna get a vivid example, Ron, of just how this excellency is connected to knowing Christ. Let's join Witness Lee for our final portion.
0: Here in this writing, he says, on account Of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord. On account of this excellency, there is the excellency of uh, knowing Christ. If you say Christ is excellent, yet without knowledge, you just say it in a traditional way. You don't know what you are saying. Because you never got the knowledge concerning Christ. You never got the knowledge concerning Christ. How could you say Christ is excellent? You cannot say Christ is excellent unless you got the excellent knowledge concerning him. We need the excellency of knowing Christ. We all need this. Paul was so desperate and so absolute and so thorough to drop all things on account of his knowledge of Christ. We all did some shopping. We all know the story of shopping. So many tourists, they went to Hong Kong. The Hong Kong stores always learned to display the jewels in a way very attractive. The tourists, when they got into the stores, their two eyes was turned around. All those precious things. Those things were excellent. But before the tourists got into the doors, they didn't know the excellency of those jewels. When they got in, if you were there, you cannot escape. These stores have a way just to what? To uh, cause you so excited, so shocked with so many things, then <laughs> many tourists would pour out whatever was in their pocket. On account of the excellency of the knowing of the jewels, they cast out all their money. They just cannot stand the excellency of seeing all those crazy things. We need such revelation Once you got the revelation of the excellency of Christ You have the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Once you got to know that Christ is so excellent You have what? You have the excellency of knowing Christ The excellency of a vision concerning Christ The excellency of seeing Christ the excellency of knowing Christ. Christ was there. I, Paul, was blind. I only saw the law. I didn't see Christ. By that time, I got the excellency of the knowledge concerning the law. I didn't have the excellency of knowing Christ. But after the way to Damascus, I got to see I got to see the excellency of knowing Christ. That excellency of knowing Christ has captured me. Because of that excellency, I was willing to drop all the things.
1: Ron, we began the program today with a contrast, Paul contrasting the law of the Old Testament with the person of Christ in the New Testament. But there's another contrast that may be a bit more subtle. It's one thing to know about Christ, and it's quite another thing to actually know Him, the person of Christ. Ron, what about the listener today who says, I know a lot about Christ, but I'm not so sure that I know Him in such a personal way. What would we say to such a one as we close the program today?
2: I would say two things to such a one. First, you are blessed to have this realization concerning yourself. This is a mercy. This is a grace. This is a sign that you have been enlightened. This is a sign that a hunger for Christ himself is being produced in you by the Spirit. So if you can really say, I just have a lot of information about Christ. I don't know him the way Paul knew him. I say again, that's a blessing. This can make one poor in spirit. This opens one's being to the real knowing of Christ. This brings me to the second comment. According to Philippians 3, we need to know Christ in two aspects or in two stages. Of revelation, that's the first, and of experience, that's the second. We need the Spirit through the Word to reveal Christ to us, to give us the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. We didn't know he was such a wonderful one. We did not know he was the all-inclusive one. We did not know that he was the reality of all positive things in the universe. Now we're gradually coming to know him, and we have the excellency of the knowledge concerning him. This opens the way and prepares us, to use Paul's expression, to know Christ directly and experientially in our spirit. So if we realize we only know about him, and we come to the Lord through his word, first we will come to know him in the way of revelation, and have the excellency of the knowledge concerning him. Then we will come to know him in experience, and have the excellent Christ wrought into us experientially. This is the way I would respond to such a one. It is a great turning point in our Christian life when we realize, I only have doctrine. I only have biblical data, sound as it may be. I cannot be content with this anymore. I must advance to know Christ, to experience Christ, to gain Christ, and as Paul said, to live Christ for the glory of God.
1: Ron, we have a a portion in Philippians that talks about Christ as our goal. I think the things you just enumerated, uh, we can all lay those before us and say, this is what I long for. This is what my life is all about.
2: This is God's goal, and it's only normal and fitting that God's goal would become our goal. So God and we have the same goal, the all-inclusive Christ.
1: As always, Ron, thank you for your help and fellowship today. I enjoyed it very much.
2: I also enjoyed the opportunity to participate in such a sweet fellowship.
1: Mm, Aren't these? These are marvelous. Uh, We hope that you'll come back as we continue on this uh, pursuit of Christ as we find Paul leading the way in the book of Philippians. Uh, Let me point out our toll-free number and invite you to contact us. It's 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Our mailing address is Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121. Anaheim, California 92814, or you can send an email to us radio at LSM.org. For Ron Kangas, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening today.
0: Receive us into thy wise hands.
1: Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. Brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. The focus of Living Stream is the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China in the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Witness Lee brought this ministry first to Taiwan, then later to North America and eventually to the entire world. For more than 20 years, he spoke these life study messages, unveiling how each book of the Bible shows God's eternal plan. God, through Christ, wants to dispense his life and nature into redeemed man so that man would become God's expression, enlargement, counterpart, and habitation. These studies go far beyond mere doctrine and unveil a personal, practical, and experiential Christ. In these short 26-minute programs, we summarize and condense Witness Lee's rich speaking. But to enjoy all the riches in these messages... We hope you'll visit our website at lifestudy.com. There, you can read all of the Life Study messages absolutely free of charge. You can even create your own Life Study reading schedule or download more Life Study audio programs just like this one and all at no cost. Again, the website, lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.